0: Hello everybody, it's Jane here, and welcome back to Biz Chats with Women and Small Business. Today, we're actually going to be talking to somebody who is just wonderful. She has her own business called Growing Kiwi Gardeners. It's really great to have you on, and if you wouldn't mind saying hi to everybody and tell us a little bit about yourself and what's brought you to your business. And then we're going to talk about strategies and processes and things that you do and um and put into your business so i know everyone would love to hear about this so yeah handing it over to you
1: Thank you, Jane. And thank you for asking me to talk about this. It has been a long journey and it's and I'm still only partway along that journey. Um, but I am, as Jane said, I'm Anita Croft and I have a business called Growing Kiwi Gardeners. So I run hands-on gardening programs in early childhood centres and online professional learning and webinars for early childhood teachers to engage young children in gardening. Um, I came about that I was I am a qualified early childhood teacher and I spent six years teaching in early childhood and eight years teaching in tertiary and then in uh, March 2018 I took the leap of leaving full-time work to start growing Kiwi gardeners from scratch um, not really knowing what it was going to look like or how it was going to work except just knowing I wanted to combine my love for working with young children uh, with my love for growing vegetables in particular, but for gardening. So I learnt to garden as a child with my family. And as we all do, when we get older and hit the teenage years, you lose interest in it. And in my early Um, adulthood and then I traveled overseas and when I came back and bought my first house that's when I got back into gardening so all of those skills that I'd learned as a child came back to me Mm. and I want to give young children that opportunity so many of them are growing up in houses now where or flats where there's very little outdoor area Mm. and no gardens so um, I decided that I wanted to support teachers and early childhood centers to get young children gardening
0: It's so amazing. It's like a match made in heaven, (laughs) isn't it? You know, the fact that you always work with children, you absolutely love gardening and to come up with this amazing business, which I think is quite unique, isn't it? I haven't really heard anyone else doing that. As far as
1: I'm aware, there's nobody else doing what I do um, in the country. Uh, So my reach is across the country. So. I run a hands-on program in early childhood services in Christchurch and the surrounding areas where I go in and on a fortnightly basis and spend an hour um, working with children and gardening and gardening related experiences. And then I support teachers across the country through webinars and an online gardening program, which is an online version of the hands-on program, Mm. which I created last year. to support teachers to be able to embed regular gardening within their um, curriculum.
0: Yeah, that's just so amazing. And I remember when we met, you we were just starting to learn the tech for putting an online course together. And somehow you managed it and that's always like really impressed me because I'm still trying to do that, Anita. But I reckon there's others that will be listening to this that are in the same position where they could easily make their business online and of course, as well as, you know, go out in the community like you do. So yeah, I guess this is what we would love to delve in on a bit more as well.
1: Okay, so I started out uh, when I, I signed up with MailChimp, which is an email collection um, platform where you can keep in regular contact with your uh, with your audience. And so I signed up to, and I still I still use the free version of MailChimp. So you can have up to 1,000 subscribers on the free version. And it's just somewhere where you can collect email addresses and create newsletters mm. from, um, from that platform. So I have a opt-in uh, banner on my website where people can sign up to my monthly newsletter. Um, When people sign up for my webinars, they also uh, automatically put onto that email list. I use JotForm for the registration of those webinars. So again, it's another free platform that I use, and you can have up to five platforms at a time, uh, sorry, five forms at a time open with JotForm. And the cool thing about JotForm is that you can integrate your sign-up sheet, whatever it is, to MailChimp or any other email service provider like HubSpot, um, customer management systems, but also payment platforms as well like mm. Stripe and PayPal. So what that means is when the person registers for my webinar, they automatically get put on my email list um, and they can I can set them up to automatically pay at that time as well when they register. Mm. Um, One of the things to be aware of around the privacy laws that came in at the end of 2020 is that you need to make sure that people are aware of what you're doing with your email addresses. So at the bottom of my drop form, I just explain what I'm going to do with their email addresses and that by registering, they're now subscribed to my newsletter, but they can unsubscribe at any time. When I first started my business, I was advised that emails are the number one way of getting in front of an audience and so creating opportunities in order to build your email list. And so I've found that using um, using the webinars has been a really great way to grow my audience and then I just send them a monthly newsletter telling them you know what they can be doing in the garden this month and mm. other information and things like that. I tend to send the monthly one at the start of the month and then if I have got an event or a webinar coming up then there might be one or two during the month, usually only one. Um, I'd also just like to mention a couple of other tools that I have found along the way that have made my life so much easier. Mm-hmm. Um, so one is called Trello. So is a project management system. Um, I initially I had a notebook, but that became really laborious. Yeah. And you create workspaces for each project. So I have a a, a workspace for the different um, centers that I work with so in one workspace you can have up to 10 boards in each fortnight I can go in and I can put what we've done and then what I'm planning to do next and you can save all of it so I've got uh, about three years now worth of information of what I've done that I can go back to Year, um, year on year and look okay. and see what were we doing at this time last month, uh, sorry, last year. So when you come up with an idea and you think, oh, I, that could be something really good to look at in the future, I don't want to lose that or forget it and, mm-hmm. you know, write it on a bit of paper and can't find it. Yeah. If you've got a board open in Trello, you can just go into Trello and you can just drop your ideas down in there and then come back to them at a later date. So having a Facebook board and a LinkedIn board and putting the posts in there so that Mm. I've actually got those accessible too. So um, Mm. it's been really useful for just keeping things in one place. Mm. And my other game changer was Buffer, which is a social media uh, scheduler. When you start it, you can schedule the day of the week you want to post and the time you want to post. For my Facebook, I post one uh once every day on the friday before i put all the content in for the week and then i just get an email saying your post has been uploaded and you can you've got a um, thing you can click on and it'll take you through to your post and you can look at it to make sure it's okay in case you need to edit it initially i found social media just overwhelming and mm. again the advice i got was find one platform and really get to know it well and focus on that before you start opening yourself up to other platforms for me it was really hard to think of content Mm -hmm. day in day out and for some reason i decided to do five days a week i'm not quite quite sure why i did that a moment of madness perhaps (laughs) um but then actually jane i did a course with you Mm. a couple of years ago around social media and came up with categories for each day of the Mm. week so monday is my spotlight day tuesday's educational wednesday's promotional thursday's personal and friday is a quote or a community share then it means when I sit down at the end of a month to plan the following month's social media, I've got a guideline to follow. Yeah. I have to say my LinkedIn, I only do twice a week.
0: Credit to you, because when you decide to do something, man, you do it. What I want to sort of talk about is, is the discipline that you need to have. And, and instead of like, sometimes we just tend to throw all our toys out of our cot because we don't know how to do something and and it becomes a great big problem and then, you know and we can be missing out on opportunities and it's so important in business that we we get systems and we stick with them. And that's been something you've been an absolute master at. So how do how do you how did you do that? How did you push yourself through?
1: Um, so I I actually have a teacher diary having a teaching background so Aha, I have a teacher true. diary <laughs> and so I break it up into um half hour slots because I've had to be really organized because I'm in and out all the time mm. I spend an hour at a center and most days it's two centers a day so I have a lot of downtime um that I have had to work really hard to be able to use effectively those little snippets that i might have which might only be half an hour or an hour and then i'm off again
0: the online webinar i mean courses yeah How'd you go about
1: that? Yeah, this? so the online program has been um, a bit of a revelation for me and a massive, massive learning curve. And I ended up going with a platform called Podia, mm-hmm. um, which is a US platform. I It does cost, it costs US $65 a month. So what I did, it was really, really easy to actually set up the program on there. I set up eight modules with lots of information. So in there, you can upload PDFs. I use Vimeo as my video platform in every module. Mm -hmm. And so there's just a link to that. And you can upload PDFs, you can upload, you can have the videos. you can do an audio. There's there's all sorts of ways that you can make your course interesting, and then you can you can have tests and um, you know questionnaires and all sorts of stuff for them to do. Then you create a landing page that is linked at website. So when someone wants to sign up with my online program, they click on it on the page on my website, and then it will take them to my page on the Podia platform. Um, they, i don't i'm not quite sure how they get their pain they get their payment from your monthly fee and they don't take anything from the price that your people pay so you have the, the so i have stripe and so Stripe. I can't remember, I think it's something like two percent they they take.
0: Mm. Um,
1: and then I get the rest of it. Podia yeah. doesn't take a cut out of that, whereas Kajabi and the other one both took a cut as well. And, oh mm-hmm. and the other thing with you with it that you can do in terms of payment is you can either have an upfront, you know, so they pay everything up front or they or you can have a payment plan as well. Um, nice. and so i've got some centers who paid up front and i've got some centers who um, pay monthly and i just get an email from podia each month saying that you know that they've um that they've paid this month and then following that i'll then get the notification notification from stripe and, and the money will eventually hit my account
0: mm. so where do we go if you want to sign up for one of your onlines so um, so on if website? you go into my
1: website yeah. um, and into the Work With Me page, oh, yes, and then course. professional learning and, oh, the yeah. web, and the webinars are in there.
0: Yes, yeah, is great. And so when you go into the webinars, so like you said, it's it's eight. You've got eight modules, and they just work through it at their own rate, do they?
1: Yeah. So the online program, if there's a module before we begin, and then um, then we move into the gardening. know so there's tips and things like Mm. that before they get started um and then they just move into the content with my online program as well um it's not fully online because it runs for a year and at the beginning of every month we have a webinar where we talk about what they can be doing in the garden this month and it's a chance for them to ask questions and things like that with podia they also have a community platform Mm -hmm. um and so my thinking around a really new idea literally just like four days old, um, that I will try and make use of that community page so that questions can be asked on that community page because there won't be any monthly webinars with it. Everything will be solely online.
0: Mm. Okay, cool. And going back just a little bit more on the tech side of it, you know how you've signed up with um, the Podia. Um, So you have to have something on your website to enable this link
1: yeah so they they create so i created create a page like it's basically an advertising page it's like a landing page Mm -hmm. and then when you're ready to link it to your website the um podia provide the instructions step-by-step instructions on how to do that escapes me what it is that's okay Um, but when you go onto that page on my website and you click on the image that's on there it then takes you through to the landing page various points through that page there's a button that they can push to sign up now Mm. um it's due for a refresh the program it's been running for a little over a year now so Mm. i do need to go back and look at the content and things Mm. i've periodically uploaded new resources as well as i'm thinking oh gosh that could be something that they need Mm. um so yeah so it's easy to make changes once the once the page is published as well you'll have a dashboard um that you go into when you sign into podia and you can see your customers you can see how far through they are of the modules Mm -hmm. Um, you can see you know how much they've paid um, and then you can see those who have finished as well
0: okay so when you actually created your online course um had you sold any yet or had anybody
1: i created it um during the orange level of lockdown last year when i had created a non-contactless curriculum for my hands-on centers and then formalized it into the online program so i didn't actually have any anyone for it but once i had it completed and launched i actually had two centers sign up within the month the first one got picked it up through facebook and then so the second one was through, you know, through a through a past, con, you know, through a contact.
0: So basically you started it, you um, committed the $65 a month, you created your program and then you started selling it from there. So you started off with what, two centres yep. and now how many have you got on your programs and it's building? Uh,
1: there's 12 on there at the moment. I didn't know how I was going to set up an online program. So um and then you know i was lucky that i had the mentor who was able to say "Well, try out these um so yeah just i would say do your research and look at look at the different online platforms that are available and compare them i went into like the pricing parts of them and printed that off and i um you know and and all the options and things that were available and then i just laid them side by side and tried to look at which was going to meet the needs that i wanted
0: Yeah, and so this could potentially be sold to thousands of centres without you really doing too much work with it.
1: Potentially, yeah, yeah. If I restructure it and take out the monthly webinars, all of those uh, are pre-recorded all, you know, January, February, March, etc., then I can actually make it more a fully passive income as opposed to, you know, me still having to do something.
0: Mm,
1: That's great. And I'm potentially looking to do that for parents. Mm-hmm
0: yeah that sounds wonderful oh well well done and look thanks so much for sharing all that really valuable information and in closing what would be your advice to women out there that that have started their own business
1: yeah so for me i guess it was having a really good diary, diary system Um, where you can open and look at a week I can look at a week at a time and see where my gaps are and where those things are that I need to you know that have to be done or places that I have to be and then um, I would also buffer the social media um, Mm -hmm. scheduler that was a life changer for me in terms of being able to do very easily upload all my social media content for a week at a time across three platforms Mm. and it takes me half an hour because I've pre-written everything at the end of the previous month which does take Mm. quite a bit longer Um, but Buffer, Buffer was a life changer once I started using that I can spend half an hour on a Friday afternoon and I know that for the next week, they're all done. And all I have to do is just go into Facebook and LinkedIn once or twice a day and make sure there's no questions or anything or any you know any comments or anything that, that I might need to respond to. things. And I've now got the MailChimp app on my phone as well. So I can actually look straight away and I can, you can easily, from the app on the phone, you can easily resend your email to people who haven't opened your email. So mm. my monthly newsletter, I send it out and then about five days later i'll go into the app and just resend it to those who haven't opened it and then that means that it hits their inbox again
0: Mm -hmm. cool okay so final words of wisdom from you today
1: (laughs) um i would just say go for it don't be scared and don't be scared to ask questions there are plenty of people out there who are um who have the same challenges that you are that's what i've learned along the way it's been a long journey um to get to this point and you know like i said right at the start i'm only at the beginning of that journey well maybe partly through that journey there's certainly a lot more automation um, that i could do but don't be afraid to ask questions if you're not sure
0: great thank you very much well that has been fantastic and gosh so much to take in there for those of you that aren't too techy, um, I hope that you found that really helpful um, because Anita is great as, at explaining it and there was a lot to cover. So much appreciated, Anita. And I'm looking forward to our next Biz chat. And for any of you that are interested in being part of the programme, we'd so love to hear from you. Again, thanks, Anita and everybody, wishing you a great week and we'll be in touch again very soon. Bye for now.